Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls Gone Boss. We are incredibly thrilled to bring you our first episode recorded in front of a live studio audience. We had the best time talking all things manifestation and self-love with Lisa Concepcion and Janet Jones. And guys, Lisa had us all cracking up. But anyways, we think that the episode is going to speak for itself. Now, ladies, if you have little ones around, it's best to listen to this episode solo. There is some explicit language. Now let's get to it. Girls Gone Boss is the driven women's guide to love, life, and business. Hosted by the boss ladies, Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Welcome. Thank you guys for coming today. I'm Alex. And I'm Gabby. And we have Lisa with us today. Hi, girls. Gorgeous, all of you. (laughs) How was the class? Amazing, right? You guys feel empowered, sexy, sweaty. But that's good. Sweating is good, right? I don't sweat very much, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, obviously, you guys already know who we are. We're Girls Gone Boss, a podcast all about you guys. Um, The listeners are really what keep us thriving and going. Um, We hear from so many of of you how you get inspired by all of our guests. And we thank you so much for being here. Um, We're shy of a year in April, and we're so excited. We have over 30 episodes. We're available everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And we're recording for the very first time with a live audience. Wow, give it up, give it up! So big shout out to Ariel, who's our sound engineer, because audio is key for a good podcast. Shout out to Ms. Janet Jones. Hi. For letting us use her beautiful Vixen workout studio here in Wynwood, Florida. For our listeners, if you don't know, there's an amazing studio here with Janet Jones. Everybody loves your episode, by the way, Janet. I'm like, when people compliment me, I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) They did. And so we have today a great... Amazing day to kick off Women's Month. Who's ready to kick off Women's Month? Me, 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 Everybody. Everyone. And it's my birthday month. What? When's your birthday? Where are all the Pisces? Where got my Pisces? We got a Pisces princess right there. Where else? Oh, we we got- have some Libra, some Tauruses in the house, right? Okay, Scorpios, anybody else? Okay. So it's Women's Month, and we have our girl Lisa back by, by popular demand, yes. girl. I mean, your people like, like me. Whoa. They do. They were like, we you want have so much we knowledge. Want, we want more of Lisa. Yeah. So the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about manifesting love. And we were just talking about it outside with Janet and everyone. And it's not about like just manifesting like a man or something, because we, we know it's not about that. It's more about empowering ourselves with the root of it all, which is love. And it's self-love, right? Self-love, the best love there is. So, I mean, we're not too late in the year to, to kind of get the right tools and the skills to like really just keep going and really manifest the beautiful things that we really do deserve in our lives. Right, Janet? So let's go ahead and talk to Lisa. She's a certified professional dating and relationship coach and founder of LoveQuest Coaching. She specializes in helping people transform their lives within 90 days, beginning with self-love. And her program is rooted in the law of attraction. And she helps people adopt the mindset necessary to manifest 
and maximize love in their lives. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm so <laughs> excited to be on a sofa, chilling with some champagne. I mean, this is a way to spend a Saturday morning. Come on. <laughs> it is. Right? So talk to us about manifestation. Is it really real or what? So, yes, manifestation is very real. I mean, we're all right here together, and we manifested this morning, right? You could have been anywhere, but you were called to come to Vixen Workout and to come because there was something here. There was a message for you, and that will be revealed. So that's all part of the manifestation process. It's understanding that you are guided by something greater. We all are, right? We're all connected by it. But when we listen to it and we take inspired action and follow the steps to whatever it is that we're supposed to go to, we feel it like uh, right in our heart. You know, we feel like I'm supposed to be there today. And you go, there's always something of value that comes from it. So if we could live our lives, imagine living our lives where we just feel and with a sense of knowing that we are connected to something greater, that greater thing is guiding us. And when we ask that something greater, here's what I want. And you give that space for it to happen, and you proceed with joy and love and faith, all good things come. All good things come. And you just have to be like aware about it. You don't have to be like, whoa, I was supposed to come here today, and I was meant to be with you, lovely ladies, and let's see what happens. And have that nice place of curiosity and joy, but you're about to get some stuff done too, right? Because it's that blend of here's what I want, leave the space for it to come in, but then take that action when you know it's inspired action. Like, I'm meant to do this and I'm going to follow through. And that's how you manifest. It sounds so easy, but it's not. <laughs> Guys, I really believe that everything that she's saying because I feel like me and Gabby are actually each other's law of attraction. We manifested working each other. together. Right. We actually met in high school and we were not like friendly or anything. We just had the same class together. And years later, we end up working together and then we end up creating something out of work together. So I think that we manifested that as well. Right? I believe so. I think nothing is by chance. Even um, having these wonderful ladies with us. I mean, I've known Janet in the Miami area for so long and I've admired your work. And then just having the platform to be able to tell your story and then manifesting the conversation we had during the podcast about doing an event and then finally having it happen. And then Lisa being a part of our very first few episodes where we were recording at our friend's apartment. And then she's here with us. Um, so I think everything is totally aligned and I'm, I'm totally with that. I'm agreeing with you. Um, but Lisa, like, let's keep it real. Like you all want to know, like, how do you really manifest? Like how do, I do know. you really do that? Because yeah. I, I want to have a Range Rover. Like, <laughs> how does it work? Well, yeah, I mean, there are certainly like tactics, right? There are ways that we could get clarity about the things that we want. So one of the things that I love to do and I encourage my clients to do is keep a journal, a manifestation journal. And in it, it's, you know, going day to day, having this list of stuff that you want. Some people do it as a vision board or a vision wall. Some people do it on their Pinterest. They just, or on Instagram, you have that little file where you could just bang out pictures. Here's my wedding dress. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the ring I want. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the house I want. But when you look at that and you envision, right, you have a vision, that's there for a purpose. That's to give you that drive and that clarity for what it is you want. So step one in manifesting is getting clear 
about what you want and giving yourself the permission to dream big. So there is no dream too big. Oh, girl, you got to be like dreaming where like when you say it out loud to people, they look at you like, girl, you're freaking crazy. You're crazy. Like, you're like, yeah, I want a Range Rover. And then you're like, no, but then I want, like, my Range Rover to be, like, pink and branded Girl Gone Boss. And then somebody's going to see that and, like, Oprah's going to see it. And she's going to be like, girl, I want you to come on my podcast on OWN Network. And, like, that's where it goes. That's that's, been manifesting That's how you do it, right? She loves Oprah. We're going to meet Oprah. Totes. There it is. And boom, to the universe it went. And the universe is looking at you right now like... You were in a good feeling place. We were chilling on the couch and you're like, yeah, that girl, Crazy Lisa, said you were going to meet Oprah. And you're like, I'm in. I'm good. I can meet but Oprah. I Janet, okay, you manifested this whole thing. Yeah. yeah tell us like, about she's that. She's queen manifestation. She's businesswoman. Give it up. I mean, she created a movement. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it started with a vision, right? You had a vision for what you wanted to create. <clears throat> yes and no. Ah, see? Yeah. It wasn't like... I want a big studio and I want to be worldwide. It wasn't that. I was just driven by a purpose to serve. Yeah, that's it. And then when you have a purpose to serve, using the gifts that were given to you, that brings a responsibility. So my ambition was meant, my ambition is because of my responsibility to serve. And that is what drives. And because of my responsibility that I'm like, okay, I need to reach as many people through my service as possible because it's changing the lives of people for the better. And I'm doing my part to change my small world however way I can. So then that becomes my vision. For me, it was never about material things. And I feel that when you serve with a purpose like that, the material things come. Yeah, you have to like flip it. So, like, with manifestation, it's cool to have the vision wall, the house, the thing, right? But then you ask the bigger question, how do I get that? Show me the way to it. I'm here to serve. You created me. What am I here to do? What's my special light? What's my special gift to others, to the world, right? You all have one. You all have one. And it's usually the thing, like, for you, it's dance, right? Yeah. That you probably were, like, a little girl. Yes. And you couldn't stop doing it. Yeah. It, it, it was like people, like, Nana, stop with the dancing in the middle of in the middle of the supermarket. In the middle, you're like, I don't care. I'm born to dance. I'm here to dance, right? And so you came to a place in your life where you're like, I have this gift. There's more to it than this. Show me what I'm supposed to do with it. And then you release that need to know how, and you allow. And that's when like you're blessed, right? All of these things start to fall into place so that you can serve. And it's crazy because once you're aligned by using your gift and serving it for others, it just comes easy. And when people are like, oh, how did you, I feel almost selfish being like, it was so easy. Like the blessings just came and the universe just opened up for me and it wasn't strategic. There was no business plan. It just happened. And I think that that's important. You'll see when you're not aligned with your purpose, life is hard. It's just a gray cloud. You're in a rut. You're in a rut for a reason because you're not aligned with your purpose. The moment you are, everything just happens and it's easy. You find the love. You find this. You find everything just comes. You find like 20 bucks in your jeans. All the time. For real. All the time. Like so that, annoying. Like, and, and I mean, it's funny and we laugh about it, but like 
That's proof of your alignment. When you're feeling good, like you did your Vixen workout and you're in your shower and you're like, I'm feeling good. And you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm feeling myself. Look at my outfit, amazing. And you're like, oh, what bag am I going to use to go with this dress to go out with my friends? And then you reach for a bag and you go in it and boom, there's a 20. And you're like, oh no, life can't be any better right now. Okay, Lisa, but there's one thing you cannot get inside your head. Because once you get inside your head, that's when doubt starts coming and you start overthinking things. So you kind of got to let it go. Yeah, it's almost like you, um, like there are steps to it. I don't know how many people in here follow Abraham Hicks, if they know about Abraham Hicks. You guys do, okay? You guys need to start. So little, yeah, homework assignment. And Abraham, it's really crazy, but basically Abraham is this like, being from the divine and this woman Esther she's like this old lady in her 60s probably 70s whatever and she channels through him getting in like a meditative state this being Abraham who gives messages from the divine to all of us so if you ever can catch an Abraham Hicks workshop it'll knock you on your ass I've been to one in LA and it was amazing it knocks you on your ass I listen to her all the time on YouTube amazing and it's not creepy guys because she's like the whole bringing in like it doesn't it sounds like weird but it's not weird I promise yeah, I mean, like, how many people in this room are, like, like Latina who were raised with, like, tia and, and, and abuela, where they're like, ay, mija, get the bottle of water, get the glass of water, and let's talk to the divine. Like, they're into that, you know? And, and you know, cards and spirit work and whatever. But this isn't that. This is a little more, like, really talking to infinite intelligence and channeling messages to you. So that said, yes, when you're too caught up in the how and you're too caught up, like, perfect example, right, Janet? She had this vision. I want to dance and I want to serve. She wasn't sitting there like, and how much square footage do I need for a studio? And what kind of music am I going to paint in the studio? And what color am I going to paint it? Is it going to be black or is it going to be white? What am I doing? She didn't get all up in that detail. She just let it flow and let space happen so these beautiful blessings and divine things can happen. You could find your 20 bucks in the jeans or the 20 bucks in your handbag. Allowing that room, great point, not getting so in your head about how is it going to happen? I, I want this thing, but how is it going to happen? Just saying, you know what? I want this thing. Therefore, I'm worthy of this thing because I thought of it. So there's only so much I can do. The rest I have to allow to the universe and delegate to the universe. And then you just go on and have your happy life. And that's when you're driving and you see a sign, like a legit sign, like on the road saying, billboard, do this thing or take this class or whatever. And you're like, oh, huh. Pay attention to those impulses, those moments where you're reading something or maybe in your feed, you're scrolling, scrolling, and something's like, huh. That's your intuition saying, pay attention to this thing. This is something that you need. So, yeah. And take chances, right? Totally take chances. Take chances. Do it. Get out there. Do it. Don't say no and don't get led by intimidation. I mean, I did that for a really long time. And you guys, if you would have seen me a year ago, I could not have been here talking to you guys. I would have been crying, freaking out, having diarrhea, and I'm not kidding. (laughs) And now I'm like, I don't care. You're my friend. You're my friend. Oh, I know you. I know you. You guys are all my friends. And uh, yeah. So that's what she says about our followers. I'm like, is that your friend? Because at this point, we we think like all of our friends are following us because we're so little at this point for, for what we've been doing, right? And then she's like, no, girl, they're all our friends. And I'm like, yes, they are. Because we at the beginning, it was just all our friends for real. And now it's people that we get to meet in person, like some of you that are here, some of our listeners that are listening, that send us DMs. It's like really unreal. But you're right, girl. I'm so proud of you. 
You would have been tripping. Yeah, that's you hey, go, girl. That's thank you. Good thank for you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. One day I'll take a dance class. <laughs> but anyways, okay. I have to say that from experience, I do dream big, but I get in my own way a lot. And the doubt and 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 the oh my god, did I really? Am I really going to be able to do that? Or negative thoughts. Um, Normal. How do you break? that and reprogram your brain. I know you said a lot about awareness, but what is it, like, what can we do to, like, okay, I'm thinking a negative thought. This is not going to serve me. This is not going to serve the bigger purpose, which is the manifestation of it. Right. How do we reprogram? Okay, so one of the cool exercises that I have my clients do, and I do too, like, everything I recommend, I do myself, and it, it works for me. It's like amazing. And it's worked for clients too. But you're going to have these negative thoughts, right? You're, this is just the way we're wired, right? We're living in the world and we're making observations about things and ourselves. So when that negative thought pops in, what I do is I usually take a minute and I repeat it. And I say, you can't do whatever. Okay, be with that a minute. How true is that really? And who is saying that? Who inside me is saying that? Is there like a frightened little girl in there that somebody said, you can't do this? Who's saying that? And then once I realize, oh, I know where this is coming from. This is Lisa at eight years old who was supposed to do a math problem on the board and freaked out because she didn't know how. And that's who that is. And she got so scared and panicked that she like threw up in front of the class, right? Because she didn't know the problem and she had to be perfect and try to solve the math problem. And then it like messed me up and banged me up for math for like the rest of my life. But the point is, these traumas happen to us, and they still live within us, right? So typically, whenever we're telling ourselves we can't do something, there's a part of us that's injured that now we get to solve and help and heal. So I then, step next step is, once I know that it's that little girl who's afraid, oh my God, my love, I always say to her, my love. My beautiful little Lisa, sweet, precious little angel with the face, with the dimples. I want to squish you. You're so cute. What do you need from me? What do you need from me to not be afraid? Like, I understand you're afraid. You're allowed to be afraid. But what do you need from me? Well, I need you to not do it at night, but do this project in the day. I don't like it at night because I want to sleep. And you're just like, all right, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to honor you. And you're not going to feel afraid because you're going to show, I'm going to show you, I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to wake up early and we're going to handle this thing. So that then by evening, you're not freaking out, going to bed, that it wasn't done. You're not going to procrastinate. I got you. I got you. And then you honor yourself and you actually take that action and you say, listen, I promised that little girl, I made that promise. And in doing so, if I fulfill it, we're all going to be good and I'm going to take the action and the thing's going to happen. And that's the path to manifestation. It's, it's not just, let me sit on my couch and be like, I want my Range Rover. I want my 62210 beautiful man with the abs. I want, you know, steak dinners and whatever and the private jet and the whole deal. And then you sit there and you're like Netflix. You got to be like, all right. Netflix for a little bit, but hey, when the call comes, Lisa, come do this podcast. When the call comes, hey, put together a studio, serve the people. When, the, when the, the call comes, go to this class, go to this workshop, follow that path, that intuition. I got to be here. There's something for me here. And you just see it through and all the time, whether it's a tiny thing or a huge thing, something good will come from it. 
and you believe that, and more and more that you believe that, more and more good shows itself. But where we do get into our own head and our own way is that doubt when we're dressing up and we're going out with our girlfriends and we think, look at us in the mirror. Yeah, I'm looking good, but who the hell am I going to meet tonight? Bunch of assholes, right? Same bullshit, different club, same crap, different bar. And look at me wasting the hour and a half it took ready to get this, to get this looking on point. And the hair and the makeup, and I'm going to go out and it's going to be the same bullshit in a different night. What do you think you're going to attract? Bullshit. The same bullshit in a different night, but, you know, in cute shoes and a cute dress, but same bullshit. So instead, while you're getting ready, set an intention. Tonight I'm going out, I'm going to be fire, I'm going to look amazing, I'm going to have a good time with my friends, and you know what? I'm open to meeting somebody great, and if it doesn't happen, that's cool too, because I'm going to dance until my feet hurt, I'm going to have a good time, I'm going to look fine, I love this outfit, let's go and do some stuff, let's get into some shit. And then you go, and you're minding your own freaking business, and you're sitting at the bar, and you're chilling out with your friends, and you're like, oh, I love this song, I haven't heard it in so long, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And that magnetic positive energy is when that guy with his crew, hot as (laughs) <laughs> comes over yeah. and says, wow, you girls are having a good time. We don't even want to disturb the party over here, but we couldn't help but come talk to you, right? You'll, you'll start getting people crossing rooms to come meet you. Who are you? Who are these crazy girls dancing and having fun, not giving a shit if they meet anybody, but yet open and happy to doing exactly that? So when we get, I call it the manifestation sweet spot. This is big. It's the place that we enter where we know what we want. We know the feeling of it when it happens. But we're in that middle place of I'm open to it, but I'm not attached to it. It's hard to get there, but when you do, that's the money shot. That's the sweet spot. That's like, oh. And I, um, I got myself in that sweet spot several times, and now in my life where, like, big things happened. And so now I almost feel like I'm getting ready to be ready to be in that sweet spot again, right? Let's talk about the feeling, because yeah. I, yeah, I feel you like you know when you're in the feeling. You're in the it, zone, right? you're in the zone. Like, you feel like, damn, everything's just kind of flowing. Yeah, like, how many times you guys look at your phone and you're like, 1212, 1111, 555. You're like, dude. And, and you start paying attention to that. Like, I always say, like, listen, when you see numbers aligned, that's the universe giving you a wink, like, girl, I got you. Things are lining up for you. I got you. And then I always say, thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you for putting me where I'm supposed to be. I trust you. And you're showing me. 12-12. You know, and sometimes it comes through music. But, you know, you have your thing. You know when you're in flow. You know when, you know, you're doing something and it's as if, like, time doesn't even matter. You're like, damn, I've been doing that for three hours. Like, whoa. It's those times, those moments where you're, like, in that zone. So yeah, the more you can get into that good feeling, high vibe place and being really um, intentional about what it is you want without attachment to it and the attachment to the outcome of it, just say, delight me, delight me. I want to meet amazing people all the time. Delight me with who comes into my life today. And then you live your life, like, curious. You're like, whoa, who the hell am I going to meet today? Like, I had no idea what to expect coming here. I had no idea that I was going to be 
sitting on the pinky couch, hanging out with you beautiful, lovely ladies, meeting you. Like, I had no idea. These two lunatics are like, hey, come, we're doing a podcast. Here's where you're going to show up. You need you there at 1130. And I love that. It's going to be fun. Always down. I'm down. I'm down because I know and I have trust that I don't need to know the big details. I'm like, where am I sitting? And what will I be drinking? And what do you need me to wear? You know you're going to be drinking champagne for the pain, girl. Well, this is true. But... But I just was like, I'm down. Like, I, tr- I have trust in the universe. I know I'm guided. I know you two are wonderful, lovely ladies. And I'm just like, I'm just going to hang out and have a good time. And wherever it flows, let it flow. You know? And you've manifested some really dope things in your life, too. I have. So I manifested. I know everybody here. Like, who here wants to know how to manifest a man? Like, I'll, I'll like, legit. Okay. Well, <laughs> you got, I mean, you don't have to be shy about it. If you could, whatever. So, okay. When I met my now boyfriend of three years ish coming up on three years in April, May, May. Um, I was in that sweet spot. So I had just ended something with like a friends with benefits guy, delicious, delicious Colombian man. Woo! I, I mean, let me tell you, like we're talking six to two fifteen muscles, delicious, and 10 years younger at the time. Woo! Because you know. I asked the universe. I was coming through my divorce. It was like a really dark time in my life. And um, I wasn't dating anybody at the time. I just went full on 90-day divorce detox. Like nothing. Like, like you're in bed reading self-help books, listening to stuff like podcasts like this at like 10 p.m. every night. And like Saturday night, you get to go out with you. It's like a warden at a prison. Like you get to go out until midnight. And then your ass comes back here because next day, waking up, doing productive stuff like Vixen Army. I, was, I didn't know of you then. I would have been in here doing my thing. But waking up, going to spin classes, whatever I was doing. So that was the part of my life that I was in. And finally, through my work and through really going inward and healing myself and making that commitment, I came out the other side. And that's when I said, you know, I had a conversation with the universe and I said, oh my gosh, I don't want drama. And I said, ooh, ooh, you're saying what you don't want. Flip that. Talk about what you do want. I want fun. I said, universe, after the last, you know, six months of this hell that I've been through with healing myself and this whole journey, emotional, just heartbreak, ugh, show me somebody fun. Just show me somebody fun. I could dip my toe in dating again. That's all I want. And let me tell you, the universe said, all right, girl, I'm going to bring you a hot Colombian. He's going to be 6'2". He's going to dote on you. You're going to have a good time together, but he's not going to want commitment because you're not yet fully committed to yourself. There needs to be another test. So I was like, okay, fine. Met the guy. Amazing, amazing. We're partying, hanging out. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm loving it. It's great, whatever. All of a sudden, two months into that relationship, I start to get this feeling that I'm like, you know, I'm ready for the real deal again. I I have it in me to give. I really worked on myself. I like where my life is. And this guy, he's in Fort Lauderdale. We only see each other when we can see each other. And I deserve better. I deserve more. And I'm willing to give more. I'm in a stage in my life. At the time, I was 45 at the time. And I said, you know. Hold on. Doesn't she look amazing, guys? Seriously. Thank you. So nice. It's so nice to hear with like my birthday knocking on my door, you know, looming this week, March 10th. I turned 48. Crazy. Crazy. So 
Anyway, I said to this guy, you know, listen, our time together has been delightful, and it so served my purpose because I needed fun. I needed fun, and you never lied to me. You were never shady. You were right from the start, like, you're a hot girl, and I'm not ready for a relationship. And I was like, you're 35, let's go. <laughs> and, you know, and, it, and we're still dear friends today, you know, super cool with each other. But I knew I was ready for something else. And I was willing to let him go without having anything. I didn't have another guy. I didn't meet my boyfriend yet. I had me. That's all I had was me. And it was the most best, perfect thing that I could have. So for somebody who is classic codependent, meaning I arranged my relationships like air traffic control at the airport... It was like, okay, if one's coming in, you don't get off the plane until the other one comes in too. Like, it is like one after the next, after the next. You know, I handled that finally. And it was like, girl, like you have to learn how to be alone and revel in your solitude. And from there, you'll manifest the guy that you're really meant to be with, right? Revel in your solitude. Revel in your solitude. And that could be anything. I mean, look, Vixen Army, come here alone, dance your ass off, get your fitness on, reveling in my solitude. You know, you don't need a tribe, an army of things. Just go where your heart tells you to go, revel in that truth, and good things will happen. So I decided to live in that life. And I did a meditation that was 28 days long, and it was designed to cleanse yourself of past lovers. Could you imagine? Like, you're cleansed. You're like, wow. And at that time, I was 45 years old, so I had, like, my marital dick, right? Like, my whole 17 years of marriage, that dick. Then I had, like, college dick, and then, like, separation dick, like, dabbling dick. (laughs) For real. And it was like plenty of fish dick and match.com dick and like, ah. And I just had to like line up all the dicks and just be like, all right, we're going to meditate the motherfucker out of your vagina and just wipe that stuff clean. (laughs) We're just going to wipe it clean. And I did this amazing meditation. It was every day it called for meditation guided and then journaling. And I came to like a lot of good conclusions about myself, right? And I needed to just purge and maintain my sacred bowl. And like, it it guides you through this corridor of your womanhood. And no sooner, I think I got to like day 21 of this meditation. And I'm feeling good about myself. And my girlfriends from Fort Lauderdale say, girl, we're going to come down and visit you from, you know, up there to Miami. Where's good to go on a Sunday? Take us out for a Sunday fun day. So I said, all right, cool. There's this new spot. We're going to go. We go. And I'm feeling good that day. Did a workout in the morning. It's always good. Went to the beach, read some self-help. And now I'm ready. I'm feeling myself. I meet my girls. And no sooner I walk in there, someone from Facebook recognizes me from their feed. So he calls me over. And he says, I see you in my feed. And I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. And my boyfriend now, who wasn't my boyfriend then, puts his hand out and says, hi, I'm Sean. And I say, hi, I'm Lisa. And I shook his hand. And when I tell you girls, I was like, now I know why I had to meditate away all the past dick. Because like, <laughs> I, and I, you know, truthfully though, when I met him, I felt a connection. Like I like heard my heartbeat in my throat. And I was like, wow, like, I have to know this man. But I didn't know why. 
I said, you know, it could be an investor from my business or it could be somebody who, you know, knows somebody who knows somebody and whatever. I, I didn't know the how, but I just knew inside I had to know this man. So we were looking at each other, we're checking each other out, and I'm just like being, you know, kind of conservative about it. And then I rolled up on him. And I was like, what are you doing sitting all by your lonesome? And he's like, have a seat. Do I hear a New York accent? Yes, you do. Where are you from? I'm from New York. And I said, oh my God, I'm from New York too. Where from? Blah, 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 got to talking. Wouldn't you know that weeks prior, I had a discussion with a girl, a friend of mine, we were out to dinner. And we were talking about what happened to the Colombiano? Because you know how us girls, we give guys nicknames. We all do that. It's like, it's not, you know, it's not Andres. No, he's Cubano or he's Colombiano or he's, you know, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Big or whatever. You're, whatever, <laughs> whatever your thing is, right? So we're talking and I said, you know, the thing is, here's the deal. I'm 45 years old again at the time and I'm too old to travel I can't pack the bag and the weekend bag and the dog and the dog food and the whole thing, whatever. And meanwhile, my friend and I are having this conversation and we're laughing because, you know, us girls together, we can get kind of crass. And we, we're worse than the boys. And we're laughing. Oh, my God, you're so funny with the thing. Da, da, da. Laughing, laughing, high vibe. The universe takes that. When you, make, when you make a declaration from a high-flying, laughing, giggling your ass off place, the universe pays attention to that. Wouldn't you know, fast forward to meeting this beautiful man that day, that Sunday fun day, he says to me, I say to him, so what's your deal? What do you like, live on Brickle or something? And he's like, no, I live on the beach. I said, you live on the beach? I live on the beach. So he says, yeah, I'm on 15th and Bay. I'm like, the Flamingo? I lived at the Flamingo when I first moved here. And now I live five blocks away. He goes, we're neighbors. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, universe. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like, we're going to move in together. And I'm like, huh. Easy. But the moment you let go is when you're attracted. Yeah. That's basically That's it. the key. Is you got to get in a high-flying, fun place. You can't really, like, be so fixated on it. You just have to just, you know, have a good time with your life. Treat life as an adventure. You're always asking for stuff, right? That's the thing in life. We're always looking for clarity. We're always getting more clarity. We don't want this. You want this, right? I don't want to be whatever. I don't, I don't want this thing, but that teaches me I want this. So you're always Is it better it to focus on, on what you don't want or on what you do want? Ooh, so here's the cool thing with that. Great question. We cannot but help to acknowledge what we don't want. Where we get in trouble is when we're constantly complaining and fixated on what you don't want. Because then the universe just hears that and is just serving you up more proof because law of attraction, like attracts like. That which is likened to itself is drawn. Wherever you put your attention comes manifestation. So be careful, but use what you don't like and what you don't want to pivot it into what you do want. So whenever you say, I don't want a guy who's going to cheat on me. Oh, write that down. I don't want a guy, asshole, who's going to cheat on me and lie, fucker, uh, and write it down. And then underneath, you get a red pen and you journal on this and you say, cross out that idea, cancel, cancel. What do I want? 
I want a gentleman who's going to adore me and a relationship that is rooted in love and peace and honesty and self-respect and joy. Boom. And then you say, that old idea with the red cross out, I used to think that way. I don't think that way anymore. So, so it's good to have, to write it out and to speak it into existence. Yeah, totally. Oh. Yeah. Just be like, you know, no more of this. And then you just get rid of that old idea. You see it in front of you. It's a powerful visual that's like, whoa, I used to think that way. I wrote it out. I crossed it out in red. And now your new belief becomes the thing that you focus on. It's like, I used do you, to um, I'm going to ask Janet, do you have some practices that you did along the way? Not practices, but everything that you're saying is absolute truth in the sense where it's like, I remember my early 20s, all my friends were getting married. So I was like, I want to get married. I want to have a wedding. I want to have a wedding so bad. And so I just found someone who wanted to marry me because that's what I wanted. Instead, I should have been, I want someone who would bring me joy and friendship and all of that stuff. So that was the wrong reasons, you know. Um, going forward, when I left all that and I started over, I literally started over at 30 with a trash bag. I literally just got whatever I could fit in a trash bag and moved back into my mom's house. And that for me was such a big marker because... I was an overachiever my entire life. I had a business by the time I was 22 that was very successful because I was an overachiever because by 30, I needed a mansion. By 30, I needed a range. By 30, that was my purpose, you know? And I wanted to have a marriage and kids because if I didn't have that by 30, my abuela would think I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so the fact that I had to start over at 30 was such a humbling experience. And that was when I started to be like, I don't care about anything else. I don't care about anything else. All I care about is feeling alive because going the wrong way for those things that I thought would bring me happiness instead of looking within myself put me in the opposite direction, a big hole of depression. So I was just like, I just want to feel alive. I don't care about money. I don't care about anything. I just want to do what makes me feel alive. And what I went through affected me so much that I need to let the women around me know that, that there's another way to live. There's more to life, that this is not happiness. This is not happily ever after. There's more, and that more is inside of you. It's not in the outside things. of. It's not in the fucking checklist that we think we have to mark off. That's the wrong way to go about it. So in that is when I discovered Vixen because I was like, okay, what do I have to give? I need dance. And when I stopped dancing is when I tumbled down. So I need dance to make me feel alive. And I want to show the women around me how they could feel alive with what I know, because maybe they don't know that that exists. So then that, and by doing that and also being like, you know what? Been married. Don't ever want to do that shit again. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a kid, which was like, I've always wanted to be a mother. I have a kid, but it was always like, it's going to be me and you, kid. I don't want anyone else, period. It's going to be me and you, and I'm going to work for me and my daughter, and I'm good. I'm so good. And that's when, like you said, everything happened. I couldn't find a studio because at that time, I didn't have credit. I didn't have money. I literally had, my, my account was always in red. 
And when it wasn't, I had 30 cents. Like, it was that bad. So no one would give me an opportunity to do anything. I couldn't leave the place. And then finally, a place in Little Havana on 32nd Avenue and Coral Way came out. And they're like, we'll give it to you. And I'm like, what? For real? I have no credit. I have no money. They're like, it doesn't matter. The place hasn't been leased, whatever. That was the first Vixen workout studio. It was called Street Jams at the time. That's manifestation. That's right manifestation. There, right there. And then my best friends, I have two best friends from high school, was like, hey, come out with me. Da, 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 da. Hav is here. Hav was like my crush from high school that I couldn't, I couldn't like date because he was best friends with my best friends. And I was like, oh, I love Hav. So I went out that night and he was like, hey, oh my God. I was like, hey. And he's like, I'm like, what's up? Where do you live? He's like, I live on 32nd. Yes. And 20th Street. I was like, that's four blocks from my studio. Ah. (laughs) You guys, give me some of that right there. But the point is, it's like, you got to be good with you. You can't go looking for outside objects thinking that that's going to make you happy because it's going to be a hamster wheel. And you're going to be like, why the fuck am I not happy? It's because you're going about it the wrong way. It's about the moment I let go. I was like, I'm good by myself. I'm so good. I never want to get married ever. That shit sucks. Like, it was like that. I was so far from it that the love of my life came to me. You know what I mean? Preach. And I don't think it ever would have... Amazing. Yeah. Um, wow, that's epic. That's a great story. That's but a great I don't think, but, and, and, it's, and, and I think it's important to say, because like, we started talking about in the podcast, that we're all about, like, obviously I'm the number one feminist person, but it's, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's not about a man. It's about finding the man who's your number one cheerleader. Because I never would have seen what was happening unless he was there being like, do you see the way these women come out of your class, you know? And I would cancel classes and he would literally sit, get the chair in front of my door and sit so I couldn't open the door and cancel if no one, if one person showed up because I would do that and go to Gilbert's and get batalitos. Well, you know, we all have our thing. We all have our, we all have our yeah. place. You feel crappy, right? Because you, you're trying to do your thing and you're like, oh, only one person came. But did you get to a point where, because I've had that too. I've done events and it's like, okay, cool. It's me, you, and some other chick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but... I got into a place where I said, you have to just give it. Like, like, look, there's going to be a day where I'm talking to whoever knows how, a stadium full of people, whatever. But for now, you have to serve the people in front of you as they come the way you would if you were like on stage at the 100%, arena. 100%. You have to just come with the same integrity and that same thing. And, and then- he's, he's the one that actually said something that changed my perspective on everything and still a perspective I have today regardless of how many people have taken class with me. And it's like when that one person came, at the time I was still super broke, like epically broke. He'd be like, how much money do you got in your bank account? I'm like, damn, like... Like you're all up in it. Like get away. Why you're do you ask such personal question? And he's like, well, one person is ten at the ten more dollars that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And good. just flipping it that way, I was like, oh my God, you're right. That's ten more dollars in my bank account. And then you so, shift to gratitude. Yes. Immediately. And that shift is what changed everything. Cause then I'd show up. And if one person came and two people came, $20 more in my bank account. And then that showing up with gratitude and not thinking. Not flipping it as like, I don't have 20 people. I'm a failure. No, I have one person. I could change that one person. Yes. Period. Yeah. That's a major flip to come yes. to. It's a major flip to come to. You know, and like, and, and I don't know how many people out here like are doing business for themselves 
and you're doing like that solopreneur jam, it's like a mofo, dude. That's like, that's like, let me tell you, I thought that my relationships and like healing from my divorce and, and, you know, being with my child, my college sweetheart for, you know, 24 years total, like that's like cutting off a limb, you know? And I got past that and made it, you know, my life is new. I thought, all right, I got it. There's nothing I can't handle. Oh, now it's, yeah, girl, you want to look at yourself? Start a business. You're going to look at yourself every day, every fear, every challenge, everything. You start a business or you pursue something big, that's where that comes. And it's a blessing, though. Like, I love that. And I love the challenge. And you start to welcome it. You start to be, you start to say, like, okay, normally I wouldn't want to do this thing because, it's fearful. It's fear. It's all rooted in fear. But it's more cushy if I don't do it. It's nicer. I don't want to suffer. But then you flip that switch where you're like, I got to do it. I have to do it. And then you even get more fucked up in the head and you're just like, oh, that's a challenge? Really? How many people are going to be there? I don't know what I'm going to talk about. They sent me a bunch of questions and I'm just going to kind of get into a conversation. Fine. Let's do it. And then it's that sweet spot, that blessing, yeah. that, you know, all the good that can come from it because you weren't attached. Imagine if we were like all up in ourselves and we were like, oh my God, I don't know. I'm going to have a diarrhea attack. I'm freaking not doing it. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I'm freaking out because of whatever reason. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm an old ass bitch. Who's going to take my advice, right? Like whatever <laughs> our thing is and we let that eat us up, we wouldn't be able to exactly. serve. Exactly. Well, speaking of your advice, I mean, we can open if anybody is not shy. Don't be shy. The people that are here today, because unfortunately our listeners can't ask the questions till after they listen to it. But you guys get the chance to ask Lisa or Janet a question or us, whether it be, you know, related to your business or how to manifest maybe something else in your life. You guys are, I mean, we take two, three questions. So if you have a question, you can raise your hand. Don't be shy. Yeah, don't be shy. You were just shaking your asses for two hours. Come on. It, yeah, we need to hear you, honey. It's Angie. She was one of our guests on the podcast, too. She's a shoe yes. designer. Yes, love it. So you found your purpose. And um, how do you know what, when you find your purpose? How do you find your purpose? I think it's like we started talking about it in the beginning what did you do as a child that you just loved to do? That it came out naturally, like whether it was drawing or music or, you know, um, crafts or anything that you could think of that you just loved doing before you became an adult and you had to do things for money. You know, what did you do? How would you identify your child, like the inside, like the child in you? Like, what did she like to do? Discover what that is. And use it to serve. Yeah, 100%. I love that. I think that's a, a very vital point, the serving part. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the key. That's the key because when you get it all wrapped up about the money, like for me, my little girl thing was all about like creating content. I used to be the little girl with the boom box and I'd pretend I was a DJ and like an on-air personality and I'd play the music and then I'd stop it and then the other cassette would be like, hey, this is Lisa, good morning, and I'm giving you the weather and the traffic in 10 minutes. Right, like I was that... That's saying something, right? Yeah. And, and, it, and find that thing, right? And then the other thing that would always happen naturally, like find the thing that happens naturally. For me, it was everybody coming to me for advice. Oh, you seem to have your shit together. Lisa, I'm doing this even at work. So before I was a coach, I worked in public relations in New York City for like years and years and years. And 
All the girls there were always, you know, 10 years younger than I. I was the married girl with the banging rock on my finger and the whole thing. And so they were like, oh, we want to be like Lisa. So they would ask me for advice about their relationships and look at this guy and this and show me the text and let me text them back and tell me what to say. And that was coming at me naturally. And I loved it. I would take these girls out for happy hour and we'd talk about all kinds of stuff because I was married, right? So I wanted to like hang with the young girl. But I was gravitating towards that naturally. So pick the thing that just lights you up that you do it for free. You do it for free. It doesn't even matter. And then and you're that like, it, How I think can that I it comes naturally easy too. Yeah, it comes easy and you feel like you're in your flow. And when you feel like in that zone where you're serving people from a place of joy, the way to do it, the way to blow it up big will be revealed. And also, I think it's important to note that it's like doing your own business is fucking hard. Like, it's like the amount of work and the amount of hurdles that you get on a daily basis and the sacrifice that you have to put in. If you wouldn't do it for free, and only that, if you wouldn't do it for the right reasons, like if you do it because you want to get rich, that's, you're not going to, it'll be too much. You'll give up. But if you do it because you're making people better, then the responsibility part of it, it's like, doesn't matter what, Things come my way. It's not up to me. I was chosen for this. Right, right. I was chosen right. for this. So You're if I don't vessel. do it, I'm not. It's a disservice to him or whatever it is that you believe in. It's like you. It has to be that responsibility, that purpose-driven ambition, not self. You know, it's an awesome question. It's a really good question because a lot of people struggle with that. Anybody else? We have two more. What is your name? Whitney, like Whitney Houston. Lovely, Whitney. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi, Whitney. Nice to, nice to meet you. Um, my question is, so when I'm originally from Jersey, so... Dirty Jersey, what exit? Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, all right, cool. I'm I from, did you just Whit- twerk? I, Whitney? I, huh? She's twerking. Dirty yeah, she just, Jersey. She just yeah. finished yeah. the I, I went workout. to Rutgers University, and I lived north, though. Bogota, Teaneck area. I, I went to Kane University. Oh, and I, I went was to LAP. Huh? Willie P. Willie P. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So you're originally from Jersey. I'm originally from Jersey Mm -hmm. and I moved down to Miami, Florida like four months ago. And I, you know, I graduated and at 21, you know, I was making pretty good money. Like I was working for corporate, Mm -hmm. you know, I was doing, um, what is it, communications assistance. I was doing like all this stuff. And then I moved down here and like, you know, the pay ain't right. (laughs) Yeah. It's struggle. So I came down here and I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm moving backwards. Okay. Than from where I started. So I'm that type of person that I'm always thinking of things like, okay, oh, I see this. Oh, we could do this. this, 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 this. Okay. Like, and then I just start expanding and then I stop myself and I'm like, no, maybe I can't. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, maybe mm. this is too much. Maybe this is this. So I'm hearing you when you're saying just let it go. Yes. But part of me is like, I can't let it go because my mind is like on a thousand Every single yeah. day. And so you can't like, let it go too because you're like, well, girl, I gotta have like, I gotta a pay over rent, my head, I gotta pay other things, I gotta, sleep, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta eat. These, yeah. I to, yeah, no, it's normal. It's normal. So it's like, what do you do in that sense to just be like, all right, surrender? Just surrender yourself? Well, make it a clear ask, right? So every morning or evening, you know, is a great time when you're in that place of neutrality and you're ready to wind it down for bed or whatever. And make an ask and say, you know, show me. Show me what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve. And ask, how can I best serve the most, the greatest, the good of all intended? And 
Trust me, within a few days, you're going to get an inspiration and you're going to be like, that's the job I want. Boom. And you and tell it'll us, come. You let us and then know let us know. Yeah, for real. I'll give you my card after. I have a video online on YouTube. It got like, oh my God, it's like 80,000 views. And it's about finding a job. And don't job hunt, but let the job find you, that kind of theme. And, um, and it resonated with people. It still does. And it's, I think it's because of that message of like, let, let go. Just, just think about the kind of way you want to work. You know, get really, like, really detailed. Like, I want to work in this part of town. And if it's a big building with a great view and what your office looks like, like, get really, really in it and put yourself in that kind of visual of, like, this is what I'm doing every day and I can't wait until it happens. It's going to be so fun. Get into that place of expectation. Because when we expect things, the universe is like, oh, no, she's in a state of expectation. It removes the doubt. Can't doubt and expect at the same time, right? One last question. Anyone? Yes. Hey, my name is Julia, like Julia Child. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were going to say Julia Tuttle. (laughs) Uh, So going back to what you were saying about uh, like the universe giving you signals, I think it's uh, pretty, it speaks volumes that I'm, I'm here just by happenstance, but this is exactly what I need to be hearing right now at the point I am in my life. Uh, just cause I'm, I'm going through some shit and, and all of this is just hitting that like clarity button in my yeah, mind. Good. Um, and going back to what you were saying about picking up those signals from the universe when the world is winking at you and recognizing that and knowing how to move forward. Um, normally I'm, I think I'm a person that's pretty open to the universe and can pick up on those signals and knows how to move forward and act on it and capitalize. But there's also the side of me that is an idiot and thinks this is a sign, this is a sign, this is a sign. And how do I differentiate those voices and know which one to listen to? That's a great question. Amazing question. Especially when you're in a position when you're going through some shit everything is a sign because you're hopeful, right? So you're in that space of, please let my big rescue come to me. So now the universe is like, and that, and that, and that, and that. So what I like to do when I'm in that place, number one, just a suggestion, get the self-talk on point. We're not an idiot. We're just going through some shit, that's all. And be kind to yourself, right? And then you shift into appreciation, wow, universe, you're hitting me with a bunch of stuff. Like, this is amazing. Like, you're just basically showing me that you're going to be okay. I got so much for you. I'm just going to throw it all at you right now, right? So then you can get into a place of curiosity, expectation, like universe has me. Then the key is going inward, getting a little still. Do you like meditate at all? And I don't mean like meditate, like, you know, sitting Indian style home, all that. No, you could like lay in your bed and just kind of like be with yourself and breathe. And that's when you say, I'm presented with so many options. Thank you. Guide me to the one that's right for me now. I know that I'm always guided and protected, so I can't make a mistake. Let me just pick one that feels good and just be with it. And you'll be guided to it. You'll be guided to it. It's like, think of it like a buffet. So like you're at a buffet and there's all kinds of steak and lasagna and everything. It's just all there. But you feel... I'm not in the mood for that. I'm in the mood for that. And you take your plate and you go and you get your salad and you get whatever it is that you want. It's no different. The universe is going to give you abundance. That's what we're worthy of, right? All of us, abundance. 
And, you know, you're just like, okay, well, what do I feel in the big buffet of the universe? What do I feel? And then you trust those feelings knowing regardless of what you pick, you're fine and you're guided and you're safe. Helpful? Helpful? That's amazing. Thank you so much. Well, I think we had an amazing time today. And I want to thank Janet again for being so gracious, her staff here at Vixen who has helped us create this event and the space. Um, and Lisa, thank you so much for your expertise. Thanks for having me. I love hanging with you girls. Of it's always a joy. It's just so fun. But tell everyone about your 90-day program in case they're interested, oh, please. Oh, yeah. Super so important. I have, a, I have um, several um, programs that I do. Um, I'm actually looking for a group of girls to start like a group cohort of this. They're all rooted in 90 days. I'm doing one called the 90 days to self-love. And it's a lot of this manifestation, loving up on yourself, getting your inner talk right so that you're just talking to yourself with love all the time and getting to that high vibration that we were talking about so that you can allow in all the beautiful things that you've already asked for, but you're blocking so if you're interested in that, I have a bunch of free gifts. I also do a free love life assessment. You can get that at lovequestcoaching.com. And you'll see a sign. There's like a picture of me. And I'm redoing my website. But for now, there's a picture of me. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and you click on it. It's like love life assessment. So, yeah, there's a bunch of things. If I'll, I have cards. I could actually put you in my database. I do this free weekly love blast email where I just send little nuggets of ideas and things that journal prompts, all this kind of free micro coaching is what I call it. And from there, people come at me, hey, I want to coach with you. Hey, this and that. But yeah, I am looking for like a solid like 10 girls to get this self-love group package going and we can do it, you know, via phone, via Zoom. I would probably do it on Zoom where you guys get a link you come in, we all hang out, maybe Tuesday, you know, Tuesday night from 8 to 10. We talk about all this stuff, answering your questions, you know, really designing a curriculum to help you move forward week to week to week. So, yeah. Amazing. And Janet, where can people listening try out one of your classes? Because obviously it's not just in right Miami. Here. Well, no, you could come and take class at the studio in Wynwood. We have it in Manhattan, too. Um, we just launched On Demand and the Neo You Fitness app, so you could take class with us live or just go through all the videos. And we have certified instructors all over the States and globally. So really anywhere. Amazing. So thank you everyone who is here, everyone who's listening. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We have Red Bull, RSL Beauty, Brow Lash, Bohanna Life, Wild Way of Life, Deem CBD, Square Organics, and Umph Balls. And all of you are going to get a gift bag. Sorry those listening. We don't have something for you, but... Do, we can do a giveaway to one of the listeners. Perfect. You know, we have extra Great bags. idea. Yeah. And guys, if you haven't listened to Lisa or Janet's episode, it's available on demand at Girls Gone Boss. You guys already know where to go. Yes. So and thank you, you know for following us. us. Thank you for really being here. Thank you, guys. You girls were awesome. <laughs> thank you. And let's you manifest some good stuff manifest. in our lives. Yes. Yeah, thank like, you, everyone. Till next and time. And let's do it again. Woo! Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.